Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm Bob Mendelson, and this is the Bob's Your Uncle podcast. Today we speak with Aaron Harvey of the Inner Expeditions podcast about anxiety and what's happening out in Exmouth in WA. Stay tuned. This is a goodie. Thanks for joining me for this Season 3, Episode 30 of the Bob's Your Uncle podcast. The music is Mendelssohn's Violin Concerto in E Minor, and the opinions are strictly my own and those of my guests. You can now find us and comment to us wherever you get your podcasts. Tell us what matters to you, what triggers your joy, what bothers you in the world. Let us know. We'll see where the spirit leads us. Whether you're at home, online, on the road with me in your headset at the gym, or out for your evening constitutional, wherever you get your podcast, that's where we will be. Thanks for being with us these 18 minutes. On this date in history, the 18th of July, in the year 64 CE, the Great Fire of Rome begins under the Emperor Nero. In 1290, on the 18th of July, King Edward I orders the expulsion of all Jewish people from England. This edict will remain in place for 350 years. In 1716, on this date, the decree to order all Jewish people out of Brussels took place. In 1870, on the 18th of July, the First Vatican Council, also known, also known as Vatican I, decrees the doctrine of papal infallibility, which is, means that was their first mistake that year. In 1925, Mein Kampf is published, and all of that is the historical marker of the week. Aaron Harvey, it's great to have you on the Bob's Your Uncle podcast. Thanks for joining me today. You are in Western Australia. So what are we, about two, three hours apart? Yeah, thanks, Bob. Yeah, it's great to be on the show. Thanks for calling me up and getting me on. It's a, it's a real pleasure to be on. And it is, it's about 11 o'clock, just yeah, bang on here. So I think we're two or three hours behind. Uh, I love traveling and Western Australia is one of those places I've been many times, but I've always gotten myself stuck in Perth yeah. being a city guy, but you're a country fella, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I lived in Perth until I was about 11, but then we traveled, lived overseas. And, um, since we moved back to Australia, I just fell in love with, with the regional parts and the outback and the, and the quieter spaces, I guess. And the, yeah. And more space, isn't it? Because you have a, a family. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a, we're married. I've got three little girls that age from 18 months to eight years old. And uh, where we live, we're very fortunate. We've got a lot of nature on our doorsteps. So it's a great place to, uh, to raise kids. Now, yeah. not only do you travel of, of around and you've got the big open space there, 
But the title of your podcast is Inner Expeditions. That's right. That sounds like something not uh, you could get on a bus to take, but it's how do you get to your expeditions? What triggered that for me was I went through a fairly substantial weight loss journey about five or six years ago when I was expecting the arrival of my second daughter. And I just thought it was time I sort of get in shape. I was in my mid to late thirties and I thought I'd get in shape. And during that transformation period, I struggled a bit with anxiety uh, and I learned a lot from my fitness journey and getting fit and falling in love with healthy food again and a healthy lifestyle and I started looking internally for a lot of answers while I was sort of struggling through a bit of anxiety. So uh, although I changed externally a fair bit in my appearance and my profile, I th- I've always sort of say to people, I've changed more internally than externally. So that's where that sort of inner expedition comes from. And my wife was actually really, uh, she gave me um, the idea for it. She said, you know, like it's a lot of internal exploring that you're doing and that kind of, uh, yeah, got that one going. So that's how the inner expeditions, I guess, came about in a, in a nutshell. Tell me, you lost a lot of weight. So how big were you? Uh, I think I, I got up to about 110 kilos. What prompted that? How did you get so big? You weren't that way in high school. No, no, I wasn't. Um, and I think I just got into a lifestyle where the job that I was doing, I got into supervising and managing and we lived, uh, well, we traveled when we were younger around Australia and we had a, we sort of, um, had a pretty good lifestyle and it, I don't know how to explain, it just creeps up on you, I guess, as you're, you're less active. And I sort of gave up sports for traveling and a bit more sort of leisure time through my 20s and 30s. And then I got into working a, a fairly stressful job in the FIFO industry, as you know, in Western Australia, that's pretty, pretty popular. So managing, not doing as much out in the field, not physically working. And then we lived in the sort of, you know, yelling up Margaret River region for that period as well, which is, it's pretty easy to eat and drink well uh, down there, which we did. And then, you know, there were also times where the work got a bit stressful. So um, it came, it came a little bit counterproductive where you'd have a, tres- a quite a stressful swing and then you'd come back on break and, uh, and blow off some steam, I guess, with uh, probably a bit too much eating and drinking and enjoying yourself. What was it, if you can remember, what was it that triggered your turnaround in that regard? Yeah, that's a really good question, actually. I guess when I was overweight, it didn't feel like the real me, you know, because I was always young and athletic. I just felt like it was someone that I wasn't. And I think deep down, I knew I was always going to get back to that. I just didn't know how, or I didn't have something in my mind to trigger that. But definitely with the birth of my second daughter coming, I knew that I needed to be more active to be a, be able to chase them around all day and have the energy to be a good dad. And then obviously stick around uh, when they're older as well. So that was a main driver um, and things kind of compounded. I was watching a TV show. I think it was on ABC. It was like an um, Australian story or something like that. And there was a female couple that had a, had a young girl and they were really live life kind of people. One, one of, the, one of the, the ladies was from New Zealand and she was just an outdoor person. She was a mountaineer, paddle boarding, kayaking, you name it, trail runner, everything you could do, she did. And she had a really bad accident where she broke her neck and became a quadriplegic and she couldn't move her arms and legs and she was, you know, um, confined to a wheelchair. And it really struck a chord with me. And I thought, here's this person who just lives life to the fullest on every level. And she's had that taken away from her. And here I am fully capable and able of living this life. And I'm really just not doing anything with it. And um, I felt like I was really wasting 
a valuable time and, and life, you know, um, and that really struck a chord in me as well to, to get going to. So that was, a, that was another really big factor. Yeah. I'm really grateful that that all, oh, sorry for her, but really yeah. grateful that that helped you. Uh, you mentioned earlier this business of anxiety yeah. and how prevalent, I mean, certainly the conversation in Australia with the R-U-O-K coming out of COVID, it actually started well before then, but yeah. uh, really it's been magnified. Uh, and you're going to be part of, or are you just promoting the Anxiety Relief Summit? Yeah, so that's actually something I'm taking part in. That's coming up at the end of the month. Uh, if you go into my socials, I'm sure I'll send you the, the links and you can check them out and, and post them with this. Uh, yeah, I just approached with, I was doing actually another podcast with a lady in, I think she's in California. And we sort of spoke off air about, you know, the anxiety issue. And she said that she was taking part in this summit. And if it was okay to pass my name forwards to, to Laura Levitt, who is hosting the summit. And I was more than happy to, uh, to, to share that information because, um, yeah, definitely a, a path I would like to get down would be some guest speaking for people to learn that, you know, even though anxiety can be this incredibly debilitating um, condition that there you can get out of it. And uh, I really attacked it on a holistic way rather than just sort of clinging to um, maybe one or two different solutions. So, um, yeah, I was really happy to share that. You, you mentioned something, um, I think it was on your Facebook, about a mindset and resilience and how to create yourself. Is that part of a package you'd want people to gain hearing you or learning from you or from others? Yeah, sure. And it's, it's actually a path I'm starting to look down because as part of this summit, they, they want me to sort of put together a, a package, I guess, as a, as a freebie for people. These are some things that you might not be thinking about that, that worked for me. Um, you know, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of information out there about anxiety and there's a lot of recognition for it. Um, so I just want to offer maybe a couple of options that people just haven't thought about because it is really a holistic approach, uh, eating well, good posture is a big one and, and all these little things. On my podcast, I always read a Bible verse and sure. I'll do that later. Uh, the one I was going to read uh, later has to do with anxiety mm -hmm. and it's uh, uh, from Rabbi Saul or some people call him the Apostle Paul saying, mm -hmm. be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known to God. Would that be part of a help for people, even in these days, if they took that kind of advice seriously? I think it can, um, you know, whether people are religious or not, I think there's value in the context. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think Australia is a hugely religious nation anymore. Um, but yeah, there's definitely some really good context. And I've listened to a lot of great podcasts um, with people that are quite spiritual. Um, and I consider myself a spiritual person, probably not in a religious way, but a universal sort of conscious way. And um, self-forgiveness is definitely a big one um, for that. And I've spoken about it in the summit. And it's one of the, the big steps that really changed things for me where I considered that instead of sitting on the bottom of this black pit, um, I definitely started to make um, upward steps after that, uh, that realization and, and hearing that and allowing myself to, to do that. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Is it all in the rearview mirror? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So great. Yeah. And, you know, it's you still go through cycles. Um, you know, I think I, I want to continue to grow as a person and I want to grow the podcast. So there's always new challenges. So you're always going to have uncertainty and 
um, you know, um, not fear of the unknown, but you know, there's definitely ways to improve yourself. And as you improve yourself continuously, you're always going to be stepping out of that comfort zone. So there's always new challenges in that, but I've definitely equipped myself with the tools now to, to override that and to overcome it. So I'm really grateful for that. And I wouldn't be here now doing what I'm doing without where I've come from. You know, you have to walk those steps to, to come to these decisions and, um, and destinations. So yeah, there's no regrets. Come out the other side. That's fantastic. Mm. Uh, if people want to visit Western Australia, name me three of the best places they've got to see. Definitely Margaret River. If you you can go from Perth, it's it's only a four hour drive from Perth, and stay down in the Margaret River region. It's got great wine and food and microbreweries. The surf culture is really good down there, and there's just beautiful um, old growth forests and caves and everything down there. Really great area to see. Obviously, Exmouth, where I live, is fantastic. It's it's a bit of a longer drive from Perth. It's about twelve or fourteen hour drive, but you can fly to Exmouth now, or you've always been able to fly from Perth. You can fly direct from Melbourne during the winter season now. And I think they might even be opening up a, a Sydney flight. And I really liked, quite enjoyed Broome and the Kimberleys as well. Yeah, it's beautiful up there. We went up there go last year. mouth and go to the wineries in Margaret River. Absolutely. That's, that's great. What's ahead for you? What do you anticipate in two years? What will you uh, put on your CV? I'm really looking forward into growing the show, growing my podcast. Uh, I'm actually looking at, building a recording booth in my shed at the moment. So I've got a, a place where I can always have my gear set up and ready to go. Cause I've, I've actually, you know, as, as you know, there's, a, there can be a fair bit of equipment involved with podcasting and uh, you know, being on the social media. So yeah, to get a little space in my shed for that would be great to put some more time in and, and guesting on other shows. And I also really want to get into maybe doing some guest speaking and keynote speaking on uh on some certain relevant topics like anxiety and depression, which have, um, I think out of all of my topics, so I speak on health and wellness and that they're definitely the ones that seem to be getting the most traction with people as well. So looking at, yeah, doing some public speaking as well. That would be wonderful. I will, I'll cheer you on from across the country, but what makes a podcast community? I think it's connection. I think it's genuine connection, you know, um, I like the way that you're not allowed to sort of promote other things through the network. And generally if they do, they're, they're pretty much quickly dismissed, but I've met so many great people through podcasting. Um, we've, we've had some really great conversations. I think conversation is important and it has value and the way that it's not um, altered by, you know, the big media channels where, you know, obviously some of the big channels have got their agendas and um, you know, they, they sort of might have certain views that they, want to put on people where podcasting is just two uh, people of the real world having a good conversation about things that are um, current and also things that, that do span um, lifetimes, you know, as you said before, with um, even with religion and that, um, a lot of it can still be relevant today. And I feel that really good value conversation will, will also stand the depths of and the, you know, the constraints of time. So um, there's another key factor for my show was just, having my voice and a bit of a legacy for my kids one day can still hear my voice and um, hear what I went through. And it might be applicable to them as well as they grow up and, you know, anxiety and life challenges are always going to be there and um, how you tackle them. There's always things available for that as well. So if you, if you allow it to be definitely. And it's not a solo sport. Overcoming those things is community. That's how this works. Yeah. So yeah. I am really grateful for your time today 
And I hope you have a blessed weekend with your beautiful children, your your lovely wife, just the greatness of Xmouth and WA itself. Look, it's a joy to meet you and to be part of a community with you. Aaron Harvey, thanks for being on the Bob's Your Uncle podcast. I, hey, look, it's been great to be on, Bob. It was, uh, yeah, it's been nice keeping in touch and messaging during you during the week and being on the show and sharing um, good vibes and community and, um, yeah, having important conversations with people. I really, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks. All the best. What do you think about all this? Write me on bobmendo at aol.com or comment or even video to me on Instagram or Twitter at Bob's Your Uncle PC. I'd love to know what you think about all this. Don't forget to post a review on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you're getting your podcasts. And also, don't forget to subscribe. Every week we read from the number one bestseller of all time, the Bible. And this week is no different. Rabbi Saul said, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Messiah Yeshua. Join me next Tuesday as I interview Grace Tran from San Francisco, who, along with her husband Alex, has a podcast herself called Let's Unpack That. I can't wait to see what she has to say about small groups. Until then, when things seem bleak or uncertain, look up to God. He's in his heaven and Bob's your uncle. Shalom from Sydney.